Amen. Praise the Lord. Good morning to you and your household. I believe it is well with you this morning. It will continue to be well. Luke chapter 1 verse 52. And the child, Jesus, increased in wisdom, in stature, and in favor before God and before man. We've been talking about David in the last few series. And it's amazing, amazing, amazing how the Lord increased David in multi-dimensional stature. He was a man of stature spiritually. He was a man of emotional stature. And this morning, I want us to conclude on the life of David so that we can pray a little bit. One of the things I want to share this morning about the multi-dimensional stature of David was his militant, spiritual, and physical military stature. Still at the age of 16, David was taxed with the responsibility to supply bread and cheese to his brothers at the battlefield. His brothers and the entire army of Israel had been at the battlefront for 40 days without the courage to throw a stone or fire a single arrow towards the direction of their enemy. But as soon as this 16-year-old boy with bread and cheese in his hands got to the army base of Israel, the battle changed. Oh yes, it's not a function of age. It's not a function of how long you've been around. Is a measure of your stature in the spirit. A 16-year-old boy got to the war front of a nation and he changed the profile, he changed the game. 40 days, not one bullet was fired. Just imagine, 40 days, not one arrow was shot. There was a constant threat on a daily basis. Saul, the king, was there. The brothers of David were there. Mighty men of Saul were there. Mighty skilled men trained. I mean, Israel had one of the best up to this moment. Special forces. The Mossads. The KGBs. The FBIs. Everyone on the battlefield. But no one was able. No one dared the enemy. No one could face Goliath. Not one person. My goodness. A boy without any form of formal military training. It's not about your training also. It's not about the school you attended or did not attend. It's about your capability to develop yourself in God and in all that God has assigned unto you to do. In the place of faithfulness, faithfulness to discharge your assignment you build capacities that will be needed by nations in the place of david being faithful to the goat and sheep not 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 allowing one of the lambs to be swallowed up by a lion or a bear he built capacity 
he built a profile in the spirit. He increased in stature so much so that he could confront the enemy and, and rescue a nation, a country from shame. Not with any form of F-16 or F-18 or, 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 or what, whatever kind of, of, of submarines. No, just with a sling and with stones. As soon as this 16-year-old boy with bread and cheese in his hands, who would have believed? Who would have believed that a boy with bread and goat cheese will be the one that would deliver the nation from the hands of the enemy? Who would have believed? My friends, let me say to you, it does not matter what is in your hand at the moment. If you have increased in stature before God and you have developed yourself and you have given attention to the things that matter and you have been faithful in the service of the Lord, God can use whatever it is in you to accomplish his purpose. This is the time to grow in stature. Lord, I want to grow. I want to develop myself in the things of the spirit. I want to grow and develop myself in all that pertains to life and to godliness. Remember that he had no military training. He did not even know how to effectively use the body armor and the weapons of war. My God, my God, Lord help me. Lord help me. I'm increasing I'm increasing in stature. I'm increasing in spiritual stature. I'm increasing in warfare, confronting the enemy. I will be one of those that will rescue the nations. The Bible says, Savior shall come out of Zion. I'm one of them. Oh, yes, you are one of the saviors coming out of Zion. You are the one that God will use to rescue. Oh, yes. You are one of those that God will use to rescue the people. Obadiah chapter 1, Obadiah chapter 1, verse 21. He says, deliver us. We go up on Mount Zion to govern the mountains of Israel and the kingdom will be the Lord. If you read that in King James, which I love very much, he says, then saviors, saviors, I love that word, saviors shall come to Mount Zion to judge the mountains of Esau and the kingdom shall be the Lord. Oh yes, you are one of those coming up. I saw in the realms of the spirit, David coming up as one of the saviors, saving the people from shame, saving them from the humiliation of the Philistines, saving them from the shame and the humiliation of their past 40 days of terror. He stood and he came up to Mount Zion to judge the enemy. He came up to Mount Zion representing God. He takes a man of stature to arise to the place of Zion and judge the enemy and bring the enemy down and subdue the powers of hell and cause Jesus to be glorified. He came up to that mountain and dethroned the principality called Goliath. I care not I care not what that principality is called. I care not whether it's witchcraft. I care not whether it's wizardry. I care not whether whatever. I don't care what it is. You have the capability. All you need to do is to grow in stature. Increase in stature. Come to a place and a dimension of the spirit where you prevail over the enemy. Oh yes. First Samuel chapter 17 verse 50. The Bible says, So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone, my God, and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. It takes stature. It takes stature. You don't have a sword. You are confronting a what power, yet you have no weapon. But the Bible says, therefore, verse 51, David ran and struck 
stood over the Philistine. He took his sword and drew it out of his sheet and killed him and cut off his head with it. It takes, it takes stature to go to battle without weapons and then defeat the enemy and use the enemy's weapon to defeat him. My God, I see the Lord raising up people in this season, in this generation that we use the enemy, the enemy's weapon to defeat the enemy and glorify the name of the Lord. Oh, two more things, and then we pray. David, David, a man of stature before God, a priest of God, a priest of God. For Samuel chapter 30, verse 7. David was in a terrible situation. He was in a quagmire. He was in a terrific, terrible, complicated, complex, compact stress. His family was captured. His wife was gone, his children gone, everything gone. And the city where David lived was burnt down with fire. So bad it was that even the 600 men of war that were loyal to David became disloyal to him. And they even contemplated stoning David and killing him. My goodness. David wept. Can you imagine a man? Chased by Saul, he didn't weep. Running from caves to caves, he didn't weep. But there was a moment in the life of this man that he wept. A man who did not weep when he saw the lion. He did not even quiver. He didn't even move. Now, reality came. Brothers and sisters, there are moments of your life where you will go through situations that will make you weep. Situations that will make you cry. But it's okay to cry. But the Bible says David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Be encouraged this morning, my friend. Be encouraged, my sister. Be encouraged, my brother. Be encouraged, daughter of the Most High God. Regardless of what you are going through or what is right before you, be encouraged. Be encouraged. It may feel as though your husband has been captured. It may feel as though your daughter has been captured. It may feel as though your son has been captured. It may feel as though your wife has been captured. It may seem as though your family is under an influence you don't even understand. It may feel that the enemy is playing games with your business, playing games with the mind of your children, playing games with your ministry. Listen to me. It's not time for you to back out. It's the time to stand. At this point, look at what David did. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 7, the Bible says, Then David said to Abiathar the priest, Ha ha, Ahimelech's son, Please bring the effort here to me. And Abiata brought the effort to David. So David came to a point in his life where he said, I don't need an intermediary. They are priests of God. I thank God for your life. I'm not a priest. But by the stature, the dimension of audience I have with God, I want to talk to God personally. I want to engage God. I need to find out some things from God. I don't want via via. I don't need a prophet in this game. I don't need a priest to come and tell me what. No, 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 no. Give me the effort. The effort. That was an instrument by which men, you know, the priests, when they wear it, it's like they come into a dimension, into a realm of the spirit. It's not for me, men. You don't wear the effort when you are not called by God. You don't put it on. If, did you ever hear that Saul wore the effort? Saul? The Bible says that God refused to speak to Saul, either by dream or by vision or by urim or by tumim. God will not speak. 
to men like Saul because he had lost his stature in the spirit. But David, he said, give me the effort. I want to consult with God. I think there are times, my dear brothers and sisters, where you need to say, concerning this matter, I need to consult directly with God. Give me the effort. Pastor T, give me the effort. Give me the principles. Give me the direction. Give me the, the protocol of how to engage the Lord. Leave the rest for me. I don't need a word from the Lord. I want to personally hear from him. I want to hear him speak to me. Bring me the effort. Bring me the effort. That's stature. That's a dimension in the spirit. There are dimensions and realms you get to. And you say, I want to engage my king personally. So David inquired of the Lord. He knew how to. He knew how to engage God. He knew how to get God's attention. And he says, saying, shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And God answered him. And God answered him. I don't want to go on a fruitless journey this year, Lord. I don't want to go on a painful journey to discover at the end of my journey that it was a waste of time. I don't want to go on foolish business trips, Lord, and see that I make nothing out of it. Lord, I don't want to engage and put my strength into wastes this year. Lord, I do not want to apply for the job when I know it will come to nothing. Shall I pursue this job? Shall I overtake? And God spoke. Oh my God, God spoke. I pray this morning concerning your marriage, God will speak to you. Concerning your relationship, God will speak to you. Concerning your, ah, God will speak to you. Concerning your ministry, God will speak to you. Concerning your children, God will speak to you. Concerning that meeting, that family meeting that they are calling your attention to and say, come, we have to discuss this matter. Oh, may the Lord speak to you. Even if it is worth attending or not. Hi, Lobos of Ahindria. There is no time for waste this year, my friend. There is no time for waste this year. Concerning the matter you are holding on to very vehemently. I need to take this and we need to do this. We have to. God will speak to you. Get the effort. <laughs> get the effort. Stop looking for a prophet that will give you a word. You get the word directly from the Lord. Inquire of the Lord. This year, I am training men and women to hear God directly. I'm training people to hear God. I'm giving them the effort. Take the effort. Take the effort. Take the spirit. Inquire of the Lord by spirit. Inquire of the Lord by his word. Inquire of the Lord through fasting and praying and seeking his face and say, Lord, shall I marry him? Lord, shall I marry her? Lord, shall I go? And the Lord answered and said, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. Without fail, without fail recover all. I'm speaking to someone this morning. As soon as you take on the challenge to increase your stature spiritually and to inquire of the Lord, to ask of the Lord. Was it not David who said in Psalm 27 verse 4, one thing have I desired of the Lord, that one thing will I seek after, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire of his holy temple, to ask him things. You are not just going to church to hear. You are also going to church to inquire, to 
ask the Lord. Concerning the matters of my children, what do you have to say? Concerning my business, Lord, what do you have to say? Concerning the mission to Angola, what do you have to say? Concerning the mission trip to Uganda, what do you have to say? Concerning the mission trip to Suriname, Lord, what do you have to say? Concerning my meeting tonight with the president, what do you have to say? Concerning my meeting with that company, what do you have to say? Concerning my outreach, what do you have to say? Concerning my wife and children, what do you have to say? Oh, God! I want a dimension of personal interaction with you. Give me a word that will sustain me and will lead me to the place that you are for me. May I conclude on David today because, I mean, there's so much. I can't wait to get into Moses. Oh, yeah, I will take you in there tomorrow. There are things the Lord is saying to me concerning Moses that is really baffling my mind. And I'm trusting the Lord that at the end of this series, there will be a, provo a provocation in your spirit, man, to be better than them all combined together. For the glory of the latter shall be greater than that of the former. David, a man of financial stature, a man of great wealth. First Chronicles chapter 22, verse 3. And David prepared iron in abundance for the nails of the doors of the gate and for the joints, and bronze in abundance beyond measure, and cedar trees in abundance for the Sidonians and those from Tyre brought much cedar wood to David. Verse 5. Now David said, Solomon, my son, is young and inexperienced, and the house to be built for the Lord must be exceedingly magnificent, famous, and glorious throughout all countries. I will now make preparation for it. So David made abundant preparations before his death. That is stature. I want to build a house for the Lord. I want to do something great for the Lord. And the Lord said, David, you can't do it. Your hand is full of blood. You started killing too early. You killed both animals and humans. You killed Goliath. You killed lions. You killed bears. You killed many. So, uh, no, 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 David, thank you. I love your, 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 your desire to build for me, but you can't. And David said, Lord, you know what? I'm going to prepare all the materials that will be used to build the house. What a dimension. I'm going to release. I'm going to, I'm going to prepare bronze in abundance. I'm going to prepare the best of woods in abundance. I'm going to prepare the best of resources in abundance. I'm going to put things in place. I'm going to establish things on the spirit. I'm going to put things on ground for those who will come to build. So that when they come, they will need nothing. They will have no need of anything. That is a dimension. And God is bringing you to that place where you will have things you will prepare things when there is a need in your church a need in your family you will not need to scratch your head to put things together there is a realm that god brings you to he brings a man to you just need to ask how much is needed how much is needed what is needed what do we need to get the job done pastor what do we need to get the job done what do we need to get all the missionaries travel to angola to do missions what do we need to get all the missionaries travel to uganda to nigeria to do missions give me the budget and i will get it done. Let me prepare. Let me prepare. So David made abundant preparations. My God, it was not a lean budget. No, 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 no. It was abundant. Everything was in place. 
nails more than enough wood the best of them bronze beyond measure oh lord bring me to the realm in the realms of the spirit where finance is no limitation where resources is no limitation where i have enough to prepare to prepare to prepare to the beauty and the beautification and the glorification of my king lord bring us to that place where we don't need to scratch our head scratch our back hit the head on the wall and go to the gentiles to plead and to beg for resources but to look up to the hills from whence cometh our help for we know we know our help cometh from the lord who made the heavens and the earth david a man of stature financially he had abundance of cattle he had abundance of resources he had resources so much so that he made abundant preparations before his death before his death the rest story about the stature of david you will read in the book that will be released soon in the name of the lord but for now i want to pray this over your life that the lord when he says jesus increased in stature i hope you understand you have a glimpse of what it means to increase in stature to increase in emotional stature to increase your military spiritual warfare might and warfare stature so that at whatever age you are in the lord you can confront goliath you can challenge what a nation cannot challenge you can bring down to their knees what an assembly a congregation of believers cannot do who do not who who have not increased in stature no it's not about your physical stature yes it's about your spiritual stature when you look at Eliab and you look at David you don't even think of David because Eliab was tall he was good looking when you look at Saul my goodness among the people of Israel he was the tallest he was handsome he had weapons he looked so fit seven packs ten packs but when spiritual stature came into play he was a dwarf he was a dwarf for a man, Goliath dwarfed him. But here comes a little boy who had no physical stature. Who was who, who all they could do to him was to give him bread and cheese. But in the realms of the spirit, he was a giant for the Lord. My goodness. I pray that the Lord transform you, that the Lord cause his word this morning to, to ignite something that you fear no demon, you fear no agent of darkness, you fear no principality, you fear no power, you fear no rulers of darkness in high places. Bring me the effort, let me consult with my God, bring me the effort, it's time for me to step into the fullness of God, into my prophetic calling, into my marriage, into my children, into my ministry, into the will of and purpose of God for my life. Bring Make me the effort. I don't want to lean on the wisdom of men no more. I want to walk in the dimensions of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. I commend you to God this morning. I'm excited. I'm super excited. I'll see you tomorrow in the name of Jesus. I commend you to God this morning and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Till I see you again, stay blessed, stay sanctified, and spirit-filled. Amen and amen. Love you all and God bless you.